1: I'm only about halfway through Abraham Verghese's new epic novel, The Covenant of Water, and it's really long, so it's going to be a minute. So if you've finished it, please don't tell me anything. No spoilers, please. But in the early pages, there's a description of something called a burden stone. It's the opposite of what it sounds like. In pre-colonial India, they stacked a horizontal lintel stone across two supports at about the height of an average human. Usually other tall stones, like pillars, the whole thing was quite substantive. These crude structures stand like primitive monuments along well-traveled footpaths, allowing a traveler to ease their heavy head load onto the horizontal slab and rest for a while. In the story, a group of boys has pulled down the burden stone, planning to leave it collapsed as a prank. Our narrator imagines the consequences. She pictures Samuel returning from the mill, balancing a sack of ground rice flour on his head, anticipating the burden stone, where he can bend his knees just enough to slide the sack onto the horizontal slab. He would be forced to go on now, or else drop the sack and wait until someone came by to help lift it back up onto his head. In a land where most everything is transported in this manner, where roads are regularly washed away or too rutted for bullock carts, where where only footpaths are reliable, a rest station like this is a blessing. We don't live in a time or a place where physical head loads are part of our daily labor. I've never attempted to carry anything on my head unless it was part of a balancing game. Perhaps you've traveled or experienced this otherwise quite common form of transport though. Regardless of whether you've witnessed or maybe carried a sack of rice flour on your head. I bet you've carried a heavy mental load before. Maybe you're carrying one right now. We carry all kinds of things around with us, toting grief and anger and worry. And not all the things we bear are burdensome. We have hope and love packed in there somewhere too though even those can feel costly at times. Transporting all of this with us from place to place can be exhausting. And today, we encounter a road sign for a rest stop. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is an invitation to us, yet it's buried amidst some cryptic remarks and a harsh critique. The invitation is embedded in a difficult passage of text, just as surely as the invitation is embedded in the difficult pathways we move through in our everyday lives. We could keep driving at interpretation and context, trying to figure out what what John the Baptist was about, and whether we're supposed to be dancing or mourning, or we might wonder if we're just like that doomed generation. And there's more work to be done to comprehend the revealing of the Father by the Son. Just as there's much attention to be paid to the swirl of news and heartache, reckoning with past personal stories and shared histories, we could spend our days looking anxiously toward an uncertain future. Or, just for a little while, we could stop at the bend and the road, and set our head load on the burden stone. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. The effort involved in following Jesus is real. He will ask much of us, challenging us to live and move in ways that come with a cost. And... Jesus also offers us the opportunity to pause. We are not forced to go on without stopping. There's a road sign that says, rest here. Take this exit ramp and leave the grind and churn, the struggle to keep up, to push ever onwards. Lean up against a burden stone to feel the release of your burden. And there are so many places and ways that we lean in prayer, in conversation with a faithful friend, in the respite of worship, in quiet, in song, in Sabbath. Can you take a moment to imagine this lift? How it would actually feel in your soul and body to shift your burden onto a burden stone? To let the scaffold hold what you've been holding. A gentle lightness returning to your weary body and mind. And can you take another moment and name for yourself where and when and how those places appear in your life? I'll wait. The Sanskrit word for a burden stone is sumatanga, and it has a dual translation into English. A sumatanga is a place of rest and of vision. Perhaps implied is the idea that we can see better when we stop and stand still for a bit, setting our head load onto the support of the burden stone. We can see better where we've been and where we're going. You see, that path behind us and ahead of us remains because a burden stone is not an end to a journey. This feels kind of hard to say, but that it's just a moment's rest. Still, this lightness is woven into the invitation of Jesus while there's also a yoke to put on however it fits or weighs. And in a world of 24-7 everything, communication, accessibility, news, where off-hours seem less and less respected, it's crucial to remember that rest is real and really offered to each of us. Perhaps this morning reminds us to look for that off-ramp, for the burden stones, Amid all the bluster and struggle, part of the message of Christ is that it's okay to sit down. And more significantly, to slide the headloads you and I are carrying onto another support. And stretch, and breathe, and pause for a little while. He wrote that in a land where most everything is transported in this manner, where roads are regularly washed away or too rutted for bullet carts, and where, the only, where only the footpaths are reliable... A rest station like this is a blessing. And this morning, Jesus reminds us that in a land where the grind to compete and keep up is constant, where we are awash in a sea of input, carrying the headload of too much information and too many stimuli, where the roads are always full of traffic, a rest station like this is a blessing. These words of blessing are known as the comfortable words. Though the promise is not an end to all discomfort, not an absence of yokes and burdens, rather that we are offered a burden stone, a respite. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.
0: If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts, or dress the same way, or vote for the same candidates, or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.